There's trouble brewing out in front of the saloon. Hey, they're gonna fight me, Jill. Look at them. They're about to draw. I fired point blank. Watch this. To Crappy Anime Showdown. I am your referee, host, and a vampire movie imaginer. Not an imagineer, because that would be copyright infringement. Yep. I just imagine things early. Mike. Um, today, I'm joined by a direct descendant of Helsing from Helsing Unlimited or Ultimate. Helsing Ultimate. JW. And his hey, Jay, what's it like to be cool. related to Helsing himself? Is that like not the oh, coolest sorry. thing ever? Sorry, I'm from Helsing Unlimited Abridged, which means that I'm significantly <laughs> less cool, but a lot more relatable and well written. It's a trade off. <laughs> oh, okay. I Fair feel enough. like you made the right trade off there. Yeah, I, I yeah. can't wait to see what my dog shit is. Oh, man. Well, speaking of you, I'm also joined by a man who believes Lolita should be representing America in all political affairs because he's just so in love with them, the, Ethan. Welcome, they're just Ethan. So that doesn't even cute. have anything to do with it. There's nothing. To, are there even Lolitas in Pretty Boy? Are they Lolitas? Uh, yeah. You don't remember the scene where he goes, uh, he's a Lolita yeah. lover. And he goes, no, it's just an arranged marriage with a four-year-old because that's what my parents <laughs> did. Uh, yeah, but also, true. kind it's of, yes. just my state-assigned girlfriend. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, it's very normal. Very good. And uh, I'm uh, here for it, and thanks, I love anime. it. I, my favorite part about it is that it never comes up again. So you really just have to question why it was said at all. <laughs> Uh, it comes up about two scenes later when he says, but this isn't about my girlfriend, you idiot, so shut up, even though nobody right. said anything while he was doing one no of his exactly. speeches. No one at all. But then it never comes up again after that. <laughs> you're right. It's just very uncomfortable. Uh, <laughs> uh, in case you're new, this podcast is dedicated to pitting garbage anime against each other to see which is the most deplorable while still being entertaining enough to watch. Today, we have Ethan defending Red Mars. Going up against JW, who will be defending Pretty Boy Detective, because he picked it. As always, what I hope you brought your A-game. And uh, before we jump in, guys, how was your viewing experience? This was my fault. Uh, yeah, it My was. bad. Yeah. <laughs> I, I hated one of them. <laughs> I, I hated two of them. them. Well, yeah, I mean, I hated both, but for different reasons. Oh, oh absolutely. Yeah, okay, but I want to talk about one quick thing before we jump in, and it's that both of these animes don't understand how to cut an episode. No. Like, no. it was just random jump cuts from scene to scene that didn't feel relatable at all, even when they were in yeah, the same really scene. really no narrative flow between them. <laughs> one of them, God, like, I, I get the feeling one was, like, relying on the, the artistic cut, like, where you just hop from scene to scene. You're like... That yeah, except for you forgot about the art uh, part. The problem, but like yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I think what you were doing. Well, Pretty Boy Detective relied on cue cards for absolutely no reason, <laughs> whereas Red Mars just literally was like, we don't know how to, I don't what know, to yeah, do I, in the middle here, so I'm just gonna hard cut to something else, and not talk about the other stuff ever. The again. cue cards you just know comes from the manga, which is it's Probably. just it's just yeah. one of those things where you can't really tell if it's supposed to be lazy or just. Uh, endearing i guess I, so i guess the idea is that they're normally uh for those who don't know uh, anime are basically just advertisements for manga uh and you what? really feel that when you watch them a lot of the time uh given that yeah. nobody seems to give a flying fuck about the plot 
most of the time. And they'll just kind of jump around yep. because when you're reading a manga, you kind of get the time to just sit and look and read and you can go back and kind of do things over and over again. So the pacing is very different. So when you make an anime and then more specifically, you use the manga as your storyboard, uh, your pacing can sometimes get turbo fucked uh, because somebody obviously only drew one panel for, you know, God knows how, how long amount of time in between panels. And you're, you're, you're supposed to kind of imagine the stuff that's happening in between it. Well, anime has to animate all of it. So sometimes there's an entire conversation that might only exist in the course of four panels, but might take actually three whole minutes to talk out. This is how you get the talk no jutsu nonsense that you get from, you know, shitty shonen anime, where like in the Naruto manga, Naruto just explained what was going on with his magic eye. That's his vagina, by the way. And, you know, it took, <laughs> it took maybe two panels. Whereas in the anime, he has to go on a fucking tirade for two solid minutes. One of these can be paced okay, and the other one is grating horror. So we got a lot of that problem going on here in Pretty Boy Detective Club, where there's, there's a whole lot of things that you know they're just gleaning straight from the manga, but everything is just jumping around so much because there was just nothing to fill. They have to begin and end at these points. They can fill as much stuff as they want with really overly animated and overly designed backdrops. But at a certain point, like the conversations have to stop and they just have to cut to the next scene and they don't have anything to fill it with. And it's just jarring. Yeah, no, I agree. And uh, I think I've been saying red Mars and I meant to say Mars red. If well, I did, you I, know, it's, oh, a, man, it's I a common slip so of the tongue, just, you know, just, uh, I don't know, but I just, I was, uh, just wanted to point that out. Anyway, uh, I guess we'll start with uh, with Jay today. Yeah, it um, seems like he was ready to yeah, go. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Jay, since you seem animated and ready to go to talk about pretty boy, pretty guys that are pretty who are boys, who are detectives, who are on a team in a club, mm -hmm. um, uh, do their thing. So, Jay, tell the us The club and the team one, are very one, different two things, and three. by the way. Club and a team is essentially <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't think so. No, I, I don't know. No, I, I don't either. No, well, not not if not if you go to England, in which case a club is a team. You know, like a football exactly. club is just a is a soccer team. It's uh, there's synonyms the in every you know understanding of the word. I mean, and if we use like Mars Red as a uh, or Red Mars, whatever it is, as uh, Red an example, Planet. Um, right, yeah, if we use Red Planet <laughs> as an example, uh, we know that the Martians are real, and um, we're gonna go home. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Red faction gorilla. <laughs> oh, terraforming Mars. Oh, anyway, so Pretty Boy Detective Club. Uh, I just want to, I just want to kind of go back and, and you know, reminisce for a second about what we were told about okay. Pretty Boy Detective Club, um, and oh, yeah, like please, several, yeah, several us. things is that you had to be paying very, very, very close attention. You couldn't be on your phone. You couldn't be looking oh, yeah. around. Oh, right, yeah. Couldn't, couldn't it, yeah, somebody, somebody outside's getting shot. You can't look. You can't look. <laughs> what if someone in Pretty yeah, Boy Detective Club... You can't back it up. What if somebody says something important? You might miss it. I just want to go through some scenes with you that you absolutely <laughs> yeah, yeah, really take us cannot look away from. Uh, here's your scene. The, star, the uh -huh. night sky is so intricately animated that no one, even on acid, 
would ever look at the sky and see that much star, celestial body, s- gases, you know how like the, the gas clouds that are like stars? Because it turns out that's yeah, just what yeah. the telescope sees. They're just clouds of dust normally. You can't even see them. So yeah, it's like, a nebula. like everything. You see fucking everything and it's all mashed together and it's the, just the most, the most over bloated, beautiful, please look at me sky you've ever seen. And we're up on a roof of an observatory. There's a giant fuck you telescope, like the size of a human person, behind a bunch of glass panels. At the setting of the scene here, it's night. Mm-hmm. A girl is looking up at the sky. Mm-hmm. Now, pay attention here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because for the right, next right. four minutes, one thing and one thing only happens. A little boy, who some would say to be pretty, appears behind her, and scares her so bad she nearly falls off and dies. <laughs> At which point, oh. he pulls her up, and they have a very, very, very long conversation about why we're here and what we're doing. Just to be clear, we saw that in the first 15 seconds when a girl was looking up at the sky thinking, I can't find it. That was all we needed to know about what was going on. But just in case you needed to pay attention, it is beaten into your head for the next five minutes as an obnoxious, annoying, over-animated little boy in his dumbest little Sherlock Holmes outfit explains how fucking cool he is and how smart he is, despite being an absolute moron, uh, makes a bunch of assumptions that you could only know if you were the writer, uh, and then... That's it. That it, the conversation basically goes nowhere. We are introduced to the idea of pretty boys and detectives and stars and clubs. And we don't learn a whole lot more in 3 episodes, not going to lie. No, no, we really don't. Like uh what else do we get? We get um well here, I'll let Scene you know. I, I really know you like plot. Scene so. 2. A girl is holding a kebab. This is the beginning of the scene. And just, just a little spoiler content, this is going to be the end of the scene. The girl what? eats the kebab. Is there, like, some really good dialogue to, like, help flesh that scene out? No. You know? Like, kind of, like, it's sort of like the kebab is, no. like, that's the tool to... No. Oh, okay. Ten minutes. Oh, okay. Basically. By my slowed-down time watch. Because for those of you who don't know, there's, a, there's kind of, like, a time dilation that happens when you're watching shitty anime which is that you'll watch a scene and it'll feel like you've aged 10 years by the time you get out of it. <laughs> yeah, and this definitely and then you, and then you wiggle your mouse and you go, what do you mean it's only been <laughs> yeah, 30 like, seconds? What are these double-up yeah. episodes? What the hell's going on? Is this an OVA? Am I <laughs> Pretty tricked? Boy, Pretty Boy Detective, I, I wanted to die, and I, I think I had made it like 10 minutes into the first episode. It was not going well. Nauseating. Uh, but back to my scene. We start off the scene with a girl holding a kebab. A man has just handed it to her, explaining that it's food, and she should eat it. She proceeds to stare at it, explaining that it is just so good looking. Oh my God, it must be so oh, good. Wait. wait, is this maybe it's like a deconstruction? Mm. Um, you know, because like it's like a kebab, which like already isn't. You know, I don't, you could like, have nah, like, a I don't like where you're going bob. with this. I don't like the racial <laughs> aspect you know, like, you're pr- <laughs> trying to bring in here. Okay, what? I'm I don't. Doing I don't what? appreciate yeah, it. Can calm you down. can you stop? It is 2021. Yeah, okay? sorry. Uh, yeah, calm yourself. Jesus, year of our Lord. Anyway, she t- attempts to take a bite from this kebab, 
She drops the piece of meat to the ground. The man like, just like who handed it to her explains no less than three times, you shouldn't oh. waste food. Uh. He then explains <laughs> that he couldn't waste food when he oh. was a kid because he was poor, and that's why he became a chef. He picks up the piece of food, and he eats it. Oh. She Just says, like you ate it. He says, yes, I've eaten far worse from far dirtier ground than this. Mm. We pan back mm-hmm. to the girl. She eats the kebab properly this time. Ooh, she, she explains, exclaims. She screams it at the top of her lungs. Just in case you thought that it didn't look good, <laughs> we have to be told tis very, very delicious. Tis very wow. good. Wow. Wait, very so like... I a mean, kebab. Like, you know, give us a A random bowl. piece of I mean, meat yeah, I mean, that was just put on a grill. She didn't even eat it with the other pieces of the kebab. She just put a piece of beef in her mouth, and it's the most delicious thing she's okay. ever had. And she's not even homeless. This man at least explained yeah. that he was eating rats out of the New York sewer system. I believe that he <laughs> thinks this is the tastiest thing on the planet. So much so that he would eat it off the ground. Like a rat. But this woman, she was trying to go into space. So she says, I assume at some she point somebody gave her $10. Which with she could have bought candy. Far more delicious than a single piece of beef. And I've had some pretty goddamn good and expensive beef. But, like, not good enough that you would drop it on the ground, It's been five minutes. That's pretty good. This is, Uh my eyes have been wedged open, as if from Clockwork Orange. The droplets, the only thing keeping my retinas from burning out. And all that I've (laughs) learned is that food is good. And a character was poor. I really needed to be paying very close attention to learn these things. The nuances of their character couldn't be seen except from space itself. This anime is a piece of fucking shit. Everyone who likes it is dumber from having made watched it. You you were awarded no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. I don't know. That seems wrong. It, it seems it seems like this was like a high quality anime. You know what, Jay? I feel like you just don't you don't understand the nuance required to you know grapple with these characters. Uh, I feel like you're you're just mm-hmm. uh, you, you're not ready to appreciate mm-hmm. the subtlety mm-hmm. that anime has to offer. Sometimes, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no. Well, I'm let's get into right. the uh, like. Let's get you... into the characters, shall we? Because they're. Of course, the, yeah. the, oh, the, yeah. the See, keys. That's, that's, my yeah, that's the yes, most they're, they're the focus part. of the whole show. They are the pretty boys. Yes, right? the pretty yes. boys. The East yes. Side gentlemen. This will certainly Only prove far my less good looking. Uh, True. So our first introduction, really, really how we can encapsulate the boys, uh, as I'll call them now, is through their rules. You see, there are rules to being in the pretty boy detective club. And they are thus... Okay. Number one, okay, yes. and mm-hmm. most importantly, be vain. I'm, I'm sorry, be pretty. 
<laughs> yeah, yes, that makes more sense. Be yeah, that, I, it's conceited. Be wealthy. Okay. Be better than other people. Okay. Think that you're better mm -hmm. than other people. Demonstrate in everything that you say and do that you think that you are better than other people. I, I don't. I don't think we watch be rich. the same show. Oh, oh, be okay. born rich. Okay. Do not work yes. for your riches. Expend them at every opportunity with no regard for what they're worth or why you're doing it. Just, just, just spend the money. This, in its, in its essence, is how you might break down this first rule. Be pretty. On, on its face, you might just say, oh, it's a joke to the name of the show. You see, all of the rules are just the words of the title. That's, that's right. stupid people's shit. All right, that's peasant brain. We galaxy brain here. We understand pretty for what it is. It has so much more to do than just visual aesthetics, you see. Each of these mm -hmm. boys is pretty in their own way and not visually pretty. No, 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 no. Their prettiness is of the soul. We have... Wait, what, is, um, what, is, what does the club leader call himself? Uh, an an, an aesthetician. You, wow. you can kiss my ass. That's right. Your aesthetician quotes that for you? That's a joke. Mine did. He was 14. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, Suddenly no, it took a turn, funny, didn't but... it? But don't you worry. It gets worse. Better. better. The leader better. is an aesthetician who dresses like Sherlock Holmes and probably one of the well, ugliest you know plaid no, jackets I've ever thing. seen. Here's the thing. The only time he dresses as Sherlock Holmes is in that opening two minutes. He That's never true. dons that never outfit again right. in the first three He episodes. wears black. They just wear their school uniform. He wears uniforms. black. And, no, it's not their school uniform. These, I fucking hope not, unless their school principal's a fucking clown. Well, I think the rest of it is their school uniform, but I think they, I guess. Edit, I don't know I don't what, what know. to say really other than they wear black and white striped pants, and they're disgusting. Uh, they are not striped. I think they're like Argyle. What, what do you call them? No, the blocked. Striped. They're collared. They yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're, they're blocked. They're, they're right? vertical oh, stripes. Okay. Big, thick, black stripes. Big, meaty stripes. Bigger, blacker, thicker oh, yeah, stripes. stripes. I don't know why I thought they were Argyle. Oh, <laughs> Coming for your white stripes. Touching them. Mm, next for, to them. Except for little Un Adonis boys. But, and yet, segregated. I don't <laughs> no, like this. I don't like this. <laughs> <laughs> the, their pants are so important, Ethan. Anyway. Yeah, well, that's true. It's they're important to the character. Somebody, I mean, somewhere, if you miss out on those pants, somebody somewhere thinks this looks good. They're wrong. Other than that, I mean, they're drawn like the usual like moe something. blobs, drawn like a girl, talks like a boy, whatever. That default. Yeah, they spent a lot of time on the uh, the runners, the the pretty boy. That's oh a yes, runner. his. They spent a lot of the, fucking uh, budget. The Adonis. Uh, the Adonis. His legs. I don't know why this needed to be a thing, but they spent like most of the budget on ensuring that his legs looked as like sexy as possible. I, look, I, I guess this is one of those points where, as has come up a lot on this show, where you just ask why, who's it for? So, yeah, so on the first bit, it's yeah, a joke. It's, it's like on, on the first layer, it, it's what it is, which is that it's sexy. It's a little sexy boy. Yeah, right, right. We, we try to skip past that level as quickly as possible. Oh, the next please, level yes. is the meta-narrative, which is, oh, it's a joke. You see, when people are shown to be pretty in anime, 
they're like over-sexualized. So we're going to over-sexualize this little boy, you know, ironically, you know, as a joke, right? Wouldn't it be funny if we all just, right. we oh, all yeah, just ripped our dicks out? Wouldn't it be funny if we did the exact same <laughs> thing that the regular yeah. show does and claim that it's as Wouldn't, a joke? It's called really irony. Yeah. What, fucking uh, look it up. Kind of really just the same. You look thing? up irony in the dictionary. Okay. This kid's legs and dick. I'm sorry, his legs is going to be right there. <laughs> you looked at it. It's ironic. So wouldn't it be ironic if we all whipped our dicks out right now and just jerked off to this kid's legs? Right. That would be so <laughs> funny, right? Anyway, so his legs are sexy, but now there's a layer deeper, which is that he's he's an athlete, and his sexy legs are what makes him pretty which is what makes him valuable as a member of the team. He literally isn't a detective in any capacity. He is just a kid who can run. His sexy legs are only there because the leader thinks his legs are sexy. That's the reason he's there. Also, he's rich because, as we'll get to later, prettiness has so much more to do with just, you know, things like your legs. You have to have prettiness of the soul, prettiness of the social class. Uh, another character we have is the orator, a name who I will never remember, even if you tell it to me. Okay. I don't want to know. He is the orator because his way with words is so advanced that he can get people to like him by talking to them. Like a. His uh, name is Nagahiro Sagaguchi. Cool. Sagaguchi. Nice. Anyway, it's crazy Sakaguchi. because the more he spoke, the more I hated yes, him. Yes, yeah, the, the less I thought that he was an actual orator. Me too. And I it was understand. amazing how a man who supposedly is, who, who his way with words is what makes him beautiful, along with his entire body, because you have to be pretty in all ways, and his vast, yes. vast inherited fortune. Uh, he, <laughs> the way he talked was not in any way different than anyone else's. If anything, the leader would do most of the talking, and was better at it. Uh, the only thing related to talking that we see this orator child do is he mimics someone else's voice, which I guess would just make yeah, him a voice actor. True. Well, they did say that even voice actors uh, reveled in oh, his wow. speaking and the uh, way he was able to say things. It just, it just seems weird that you're supposed to hype up his, <laughs> his oration, but then his yeah. voice was what you emphasized. It's almost like you don't know what oration actually is. You see, yeah, a, pro- that's exactly. a good orator they is not a good he... speaker because it sounds good. It's because the words that he uses are well-crafted. It's almost <laughs> as though they wanted him to be an orator, but they are a shitty writer. So they can't that's, write yeah, anyone exactly. who can speak better than they can write, and they can't write better than a nine-year-old. So the only interesting things he says are things that nine-year-olds think are smart. Ooh, like his flat earth theory that he has in episode uh, Yeah, two. or the fact that he loves even younger children than him. That's true, too. That was the one with the four-year-old, yes, right? Yes, just his, him saying those words swayed me to hating him. It was amazing oh, yeah. how he could say things with his mouth that made me loathe him on a fundamental and primal level. He truly is yes. a master of the speaking arts. I mean, for the record, he is. He, he changed your emotions yeah, yeah. based on the words and he used. And he definitely did it on purpose. Well, he did try to change your, your but emotions But let's move on. Using his words. Because oh, okay, if you think okay. we've run okay. out of I really ideas, want to talk about this guy. you haven't seen nothing yet. We already talked earlier about the boy who was poor. He's, how can he be pretty? It's okay. He's rich now. 
And he has is a he richness. Is he actually rich now? Sure. I know. You I know don't, what? I Who don't cares? Know that he's he, he's rich. His yeah. richness comes from the fact that he bootstrapped himself. And see, this he has a richness of the soul. This is what you're not understanding. You see, when you're poor, you're disgusting and you're worthless, and you eat rats. But this boy knew that deep down, he was simply an temporarily inconvenienced millionaire. And all he had to do was grab his shoelaces and pick himself up and get a job, that stupid, worthless, poor person. And the second he did, he was as rich as any of them because he worked hard. Can we... we can we just take like a quick pause? I need to go like masturbate to the idea of Hamilton. We we've been like talking about a lot of cool enlightenment shit yeah. here for the past like two minutes, and I'm very. If erect, you think so, Hamilton like, has some enlightened social theory, this is the anime yes. for you. Because and your lobotomy obviously didn't go very well, and you need all the positives you can get in your life. So there you go. His this man pulled himself up by his bootstraps by the seam of his apron. And he learned how to cook. Um, that's how did he get access to the ingredients? Who was he cooking for? Nobody knows these these no questions. Idea. But he's no good idea. at cooking. And this man—that's well, the beauty of the market, yeah. JW. That's yeah. the beauty of the market. If you start cooking, you have a supply, and you know we all know that if there is infinite supply, demand will always, always meet that supply. It's true. It mm-hmm. couldn't not always show if you up. Think about it. I'll keep eating until mm-hmm. I explode as long as the food is good. Yes. These are facts. So, And, and you've got a finger to make sure that if you do actually get too and full, anyone, you can solve that problem. The great thing about cooking is that anyone can do it. I can go to any dumpster to pick up any rat, <laughs> cockroach, zest, you know, cream of boot. And it's probably ratatouille. Yeah, cream of boot. Likely. It's just like ratatouille showed me. Any rat can cook. But if you cook good, you're the, a the good rat. Special. And this is a good rat. He cook good. He make good food. That what make him pretty. Pretty boy. Pretty, pretty, pretty. Pretty, pretty prisoner. Pretty, pretty prisoner. Also, he's the bad boy of the school. Why is he bad? He is very bad. Well, he does that thing in anime where he was poor. Where he's bad. Where he's bad because he's poor. (laughs) And he's poor because he's bad. And he'll always be poor no matter how pretty he is. Because he can't, no matter how hard you work, really, no matter how high you hike those boots, you're poor on the inside. He has poorness of the soul, is what I'm saying. Yeah, the, the poor are always bad, except for when they cook for rich people. Then well, they're, they're good. good as yeah, long they're, as they're cooking. I mean, they wash their hands before they well, yeah, cook. Well, it makes them Keep less them six feet away. You don't want to smell them. You can exactly. always smell a poor person. Anyway, he's the bad boy of the school because everyone can smell his poor. These are facts. Uh, well, who's the next character? I've forgotten the rest of them. Uh, the rich, the actual rich boy, the man who owns the company uh, that yes, owns that's the right. school at the, the age artist. of twelve. The artist slash CEO, the one with the giant bow in his hair, like the truly colossal yes, yes. bow. He yes, pulled him. himself up by his father's bootstraps, and like a good wow. pretty and, boy. And then and then strangled his father That's with right. the same bootstraps he murdered, so that he could take over the company. He murdered at his father at eleven. <laughs> and after wait, inheriting the company. Wait, this this sounds like this sounds like a um you know, what we had in not Sherlock Holmes, damn it, uh, Moriarty the Patriot. Yes, that's where we're just murdering as a child. Well, like, we're no, murdering... Right, not quite. he didn't actually murder his dad because it's not there's really a, a cool ki- there's story. A ki- there's a oh. clear difference here, though, Ethan, because he was born rich 
and he was born with the divine right to rule his father's company. So when he killed oh, his like father, this. in reality, it was sanctioned by God himself. <laughs> Whoa. Because and also, it, the rich keep getting yeah. richer, so he's also a genius and an amazing right. artist that oh can make God. replicas of literally any art that you've yeah. ever seen. Because you know, starting with that you, sand, you know castle. he's really, really good at things because he does them, and you can't deny wow. that when somebody does the thing that they're really, really good at it. That's why when you're rich and you keep getting richer because of all the money that you got for free from your murdered parent, you're the best kind of person. You didn't have a free ride, you understand? You took your inheritance Dude. by the garrot and you stri- you ripped your father's head off. And, you know, that's hard work. Jay, do you, do Not you, just any poor person can do, you, do that. Do you have, JW, do you have, like, like, a, like, a Twitter that you, like, tweet yeah, out yeah, on I, with all these opinions? Because I, I really need to follow. I'm actually not allowed near it <laughs> due to my um, so-called radical beliefs about prettiness and, and the soul. But, you know, if you want to come on down to crappy anime SD at uh, hashtag something, I think that's how that works. Uh, you and, you and no, it's just at fo- 42 <laughs> characters, I believe. Uh, I don't think this would fit 42. in that. Uh, oh, my God. I regret the Is bit. that a thing? Is, do they still do that? Yeah. I yeah. Will t- Mostly it's uh, posting yeah. brackets and the occasional funny information. But uh, if we reach 1 billion subscribers by next week, <laughs> I'll let GW make one oh, post. Yes. One. You know, guys, I'm really holding out for that. <laughs> I've, I've got 1 billion followers on twitter one billion yeah, as in okay. jokes on don't, you guys i bought an ntl of gognam style and i am gonna be rich is it an ntl isn't it like an nft, NFT or that's no, right yeah nft yeah nft non-refundable yeah. uh gognam style non-fuckable tank <laughs> yes non non-fuck tanks anyway so <laughs> those were words <laughs> I'm what? pretty sure you're having Excuse a me. Sorry. Uh, I'll get worries. back on with the pretty boys. Uh, so yeah, this is what you we do. forgot so the most important character and future member of the Pretty Boy Detective Club and breaker of oh. rule number two. It is our main character, lady whose name I won't remember on principle. Yep. She have eye good. What eye good? Good eye. She see good. How good? Whoa. See through wall. See through wall? That no good. How I? Thank you. Wait, is that because of her 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 glasses? No, her glasses actually make her vision worse. You see, they're protective what? lenses. They're protective in the sense Wait. that they make her see worse. This is a thing. Uh, oh, oh, oh! You mean sort of like uh, like protective goggles, like ballistic goggles? Sure, right? but they make her see worse. Not the same. Have you ever seen the the anime? T- because this is an anime podcast, and I like to bring this back to other animes. Have you ever uh, seen the anime Black Butler, Ethan? I actually have not. How dare you? Okay, JW, have you seen of Black Butler? Of course I have. I am not a philistine. Okay, there was what was her name? May or May Rin? She was a an amazing sniper uh, that wore terrible glasses because she could see too good and so she became a clumsy bimbo when she had them on but when she took them off she could shoot you at six miles away with a simple this is true it's kind of like that only she's just looking at despite the fact that that bullet would have had all the velocity of a thrown potato chip now it doesn't matter it it travels as far as the anime says she can see as far (laughs) as she fucking needs to to be relevant to the plot (laughs) you goddamn (laughs) animal you peasant You mother's basement exactly. subscriber. How there you go. There's you? your there is your anime relation of the yeah, week. Thank you. 
Uh, she see good. She can see through walls. Uh-huh. She can see around corners. She can see into the fucking future. But wow. she has a curse. Yeah. There's a drawback, just like in my X-Men comics. She'll be blind by 20. Oh, no. If, if she keeps yeah. using it Why? Too much. How? Okay. Nobody knows. Nobody cares. You don't need to. You don't need to know the answer to that. It's just well, that's really because bad. deep hey, down, JW, how do we know about it though? Because you they know? tell us. Because they tell oh us, God. and that's all we know. Why does she have this power? How is it reverent? How is it relevant? Does she have hairy palms? Nobody will know, because they won't tell us. Yeah. Do us. you think maybe maybe she like saw into the cosmos and is like really really just like into that? Yeah, well, know? how come she Big doesn't see everything coming? What can she see? What can't she see? What happens when she's in a room and she looks through the wall and she sees three people and then she has a reaction and someone else says, oh, she didn't see anything bad. When they go through, there's a fucking helicopter on the other side. Well, how come she didn't whoa, see whoa, that? A, stel- a stealth helicopter. She doesn't what have super ears. What is a stealth ears? helicopter to someone with psychic powers? You should ask Osama bin Laden because he didn't see you that stealth helicopter you coming. You can't <laughs> see Osama bin Laden. No how good your eyes are. Yeah, they, 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 that's like actually a thing. That's they, like fucking SEAL Team 6 or whatever used like quote unquote stealth helicopters to get into Pakistan and they killed Osama bin Laden and one of the helicopters crashed and like a couple of the, the fucking SEAL Team dudes died if I remember correctly and then they got back out. Clearly a stealth helicopter is very real and very normal and functional. Mm. Fuck you, this is a real thing. Just because both of you don't know about it doesn't mean it isn't a real thing. Um, I'm not sure that I know about it, and therefore I'm going to do right, it. I, I'm going to get right on the case. <laughs> Fucking anyway. fact check. Mm. Go ahead, Jay. Continue with your character. Um, That's it. That's it. Her f- only character is that she see good. Also, sometimes she okay. upset when people say her eyes are pretty. It's pretty much all that happens. And she drops food. Pretty much what it is. Uh, she wants yeah. to be an astronaut. How? Why? What was her plan to be that? Doesn't really have one. She just says she wants to be an astronaut. Well, yeah. Well, she said her plan was to find that star. I, yeah, it was. It's actually kind none of, of it really makes any sense. She just it's. She wants to see the star again, but then she correlates right. that to an astronaut. Right. So, so Anyways. just to, just so we clear this up, as a kid of unknown age, uh, she saw a star she liked. That's uh. She liked it a lot. So she, she saw a star that she liked. And from then on, she would constantly look up into the night sky to try to find that star again. Okay, cool. Uh, but she couldn't. And for 10 years, she kept looking for the same star with her eyes, her magic eyes, which, by the way, she's gonna burn them out yeah, like which, that. by the way, will make her go blind. Uh, in the middle of this 10 years, she has also apparently decided that she is going to be an astronaut because that way right. she could find the star better. Right. Well, yeah, I mean, I that's something that none of that makes sense. I mean, that's sense. how astronauts work. Like, I mean, technically, astronauts are the closest ones to the stars. So, I, I feel as you know. though. Right, yeah, but like, if I take it, how am I going to see them better, like, without a telescope, like, in well, a spaceship? Well, like, you don't have to worry about the fucking atmosphere, dummy, if you're in space. Right. You can just look at the stars like that. They're not that far away, really. Oh, I mean. Okay. Yeah. I'm. 
I don't think that they correlate. That's all I'm trying to say. Mm, okay, well, this I anime is pretty the, smart. I think with the Hubble Space Telescope, you could see more than you would if you went up in a spaceship and floated around. Well, Earth's yeah, that's because th- that's what I'm saying. The Hubble's outside of the atmosphere, so th- like what? you know, no. you know, that's, the Hubble that's Space why we... Telescope. Wait, like yes, actually, that's a thing. It's the a f- one that's on the ground. No, it's not on the the Hubble's. In, it's a it's a satellite. Is it not? It's literally no, it's in our satellite. atmosphere. What am I thinking of? I what, what, don't what know. Giant, there's a giant telescope on Earth, and I can't remember. It's irrelevant. <laughs> <laughs> we need an anime about telescopes. God damn it! I want to talk about telescopes. Anyway, Jay, um, do you want to run through just the quick plot yeah. synopsis of what happens in well, two and three because sure. it's a ridiculous? It, plot. Thankfully, it's all related to this. So she sees a star. She wants to find it. Ignore the astronaut shit because it's not important. She wants to find the star, and the Pretty Boy Detective Club has decided that they're going to make it their mission to help her find it. Uh, exactly 25 seconds after hearing her story, somebody says, well, you probably just imagined it. Um, and then that ended the entire case. Case closed. No shit, she imagined it. You, there's literally no reason why you wouldn't be able to find the same star twice unless it wasn't a star at all. Ah. Right. Aha. Ele- elementary, uh-huh. my dear Watson. You see, it wasn't a star at all. Based on what the scriptwriter has just handed me, uh, it was a military satellite that was exploding. <laughs> it was being blown out oh, of orbit. That's interesting. Uh, what ca- what brought you to that conclusion, uh, Mr. Holmes? Well, you see, she uh, won. I believe her, uh, which is the premise Wait, on I which can... all of this hinges. Two. I actually remember most of it. If no, I remember like. it. Two, she saw okay. it during the day. We know this because she told us, because she's right. Even though right. she forgot it was during the day earlier, and I just suggested it as an idea, but now she remembers, for sure yep. this time. So it was during the day. The only thing that can be bright enough to be seen during the day probably isn't a star. Okay, it's not a star. Well, then what was it? Was it the moon, and she's a moron? No, she wouldn't mistake it for the moon. Plus, it's no longer there. So, it had to be something that was really, really bright, but only temporarily. The only thing I can think of that would be that way is a nuclear explosion. (laughs) But since we're not all dead, it had to have been in space. And since it was in space, there's only one reason why a nuclear bomb would be going off in space. And that is because it was used to blow up a military satellite. Or, it's the satellite coming into orbit... But not. No, it's not that. Good. P- part of the, also, this anime's logic also, um, they were like, if part of the reason why you were the only one to have seen it was that it must have been so close to the ground that it wouldn't have been visible to anyone else on, like, the rest yeah, of the Earth. Yeah, yeah. Like, which... So low in orbit the as a satellite. Of, right. I was going to say, which begs the question of, like, A, a satellite's not low in orbit, but okay... And, like, B, if it was so low that only she could see it, then her eyes are apparently not all that strong. Because, like, then everyone should have been able to see it. If it was, like, a fucking giant bomb that went off in the atmosphere, so bright in the middle of the day that it should have been seen, I get the feeling someone else would have seen it. It's not like she saw a supernova millions of miles away. It was a stealth nuke. Shut up. Anyway. Oh, you know what? Yeah, there's stealth helicopters. Oh. Stealth nuke. Call him up. Ask him. He just told me it was real. Okay. 
You can't. Okay. You can't okay. hear him. Well, you can't solved. hear him because he's he's my friend. <laughs> you don't have good enough. You can't ears. hear him because you can't how see you, him. How did you manage to like uncanoe him after the SEAL Team Six fucked him up? That is really weird. I found him. Like bring him he back. Swam him. Anyway, damn. I'm not gonna talk about it anymore. So, uh, sure. upon realizing, and unlike the last ten years, this has now become common knowledge. The people who blew up the military satellite or owned the military satellite, one or the other, have sent uh, an enemy team of spies to kidnap and probably murder this girl who is the only witness mm-hmm. to this military satellite exploding. And, f- and somehow they found out. And for out 10 and years, they couldn't find her. But then when someone explained to her what it was, now they could find her instantly. So they kidnap her, and it's up to the Pretty Boy <laughs> Detective Club to rescue her using their detective powers of running fast, biking fast. And their 11, 12, and 13, and 14-year-old yes. bodies to, to stop everyone. They were also very good and at being gun and lying. They beat up mysterious mob men. They... What a plot. No, they guys. didn't actually beat anyone up. They just had the impressionist lie. And n- somehow the impressionist knew what her lackeys sounded like so that he could impress, like, so that he could copy their voice on a phone. Yeah. That's that's impressive. That's yeah. just psychic powers. That's at that oration, point. ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, very, very orative. Or, or He's a skilled orator. How are we still talking about this anime? I don't know. This anime sucks. <laughs> nothing happened. Nothing happened. Like, Literally so, nothing happened. Well, I mean, everything happened, of... but it was dumb. Then stealth yeah, helicopter, if, then we called the happened, cops, everything's problem solved, blah, blah, blah. The t- also, the enemy team is known as the teens because... No, they're known as the oh, 20s. Oh, the 20s, because the they're 20-somethings. So they're they're young so 20-somethings. Hey, yeah. t- can you call up the Wikipedia editor and tell him to fix that fucking article? It's messing us up. Cool. Yeah, it should uh, no say problem. the 20s. The, 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 the 20s, baby. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, I and then that lady who was the head of the 20s broke out of jail at the end and offered the girl a deal, and the girl went, no thanks, because this... 12-year-old boy said that he would risk his life for me, and yeah, now I is... know what true love is, and now I want to join the Pretty Boy Detective Club, even though I'm not pretty, I'm not a boy, I'm not a detective, and I'm not part of a team, and they went, no prob, fam, you can break all the rules. Actively the dumbest part of this entire show, in my opinion, <laughs> is just the fact that she's like, I've <laughs> wanted to be an astronaut since I was basically four, and yeah. like for 10 years I've wanted that so I could go see that star. And then, literally, some governmental woman is like, hey, we actually decided not to kidnap you because that didn't go well, but, like, you will get everything you want and more if you just promise not to say anything. And before she even finishes that offer, Femsi is like, absolutely not. I ran into a 12-year-old boy that solved my problems, and I will give up my pursuit of <laughs> being a more fucking money than astronaut, you can imagine. They, apparently. He, he has a friend who has more money than you can imagine, so I'm going to stick with them. Also, we always talk about how animes break their own rules. I just like that they outlined four specific rules, yes. and then in the third episode, actually broke every single one of them. Well, just she would still be part of, of the sheer... team. The last one would still apply because she would be no, on but the she team. like yeah, I guess, but she wasn't part of the team, so she had to become it. Yeah, that's, I don't that's know. true she, too. 
It's just I mean, this whole stupid. anime is just like th- there was like a, a pseudo woke moment between her during the kebab scene where she was like, "You can't just use me like this, you know. I'm not just a justification for your antics." And he's like, "Fuck you! Why do you think we were ever doing that?" And she was like, "Oh my bad. I'm just a girl and stupid." And then immediately <laughs> that thing never comes up again. <laughs> like it is it, like for a moment they were self aware about how like these pretty boy animes are supposed to work when any woman shows up she's just literally a fucking set piece and like it tried resolving that just in the most lazy way possible and then they never return to it again she immediately returns to being a set uh, set piece it's great uh, there's there's a lot of that in this and it's all this whole thing's bad it's like it's it's so rarely like even funny. You know, okay, I laughed at one thing and they did not mean for this to be funny. When the Adonis character shows up, uh, he shows up to like save her from a bunch of junior high students that are like chasing her down for some inexplicable reason. And he shows up on a bike and it's like get on if you want to live. You know how most people like get on the back of a bike and they like put their feet on like, you know, maybe like the bars near the back tire or something like that. She gets on in front of him. Oh, that was... Oh, God, I and, hated that scene. And she, she literally jump and cradles like him. Yes. As if, like, you were, you had, like, a baby carrier on your stomach and the baby was facing you. Yeah. That's basically what she did, and she hugged him while he bike-pedaled so that he could stand up and pedal. That is the stupidest it, thing I've ever watched. It's like a baby chimpanzee holding on to, like, the shoulders of its mother as the mother walks around. Like, gorillas do this, too, but, like... He was biking with his hands on the handlebar. Like, she was fully suspended on the front of him while he was completely bent over and parallel to the ground. I was like, what the fuck am I looking at? Like, who could possibly do this? Like, I, I, it's just one of those things that JW always jokes or is, well, is serious about the fact that, like, mangakas clearly don't get outside, like, ever. Clearly, whoever drew that scene, or, you know what, whoever had the idea to draw that scene has never been on a bike. Like, I, I don't I don't even understand that. Like, someone that would be very strong maybe could pull that off. But, like, it's it just, like, balance-wise, I'm trying to wrap my head around it. I, I, I can't. It, it was extremely stupid, which, of course, mm-hmm. meant I laughed. But, like, it just... This, this fucking... This anime fucking sucks. And, like, it, it also annoys me because, like, if you wanted an anime that was, like, a decent version of this, it would be Orin High School Host Club. That's clearly what they're trying to do. But yeah. like, and and for the record, Orin's they, they not, failed on oh, every level. every every level. And like, Orin's not something that you like write home to your grandma and say, no. "I saw the pinnacle of something." But like, no. is it funny at times? Yes. Like, it is can, it enjoyable? Does it have a cohesive storyline? Exactly. Does it kind of do what it's meant to do? Yeah. Can it be annoying at times yeah. and like overbearing and unnecessary? Sure. It's not a perfect anime, but absolutely, this anime is trying to be it. And couldn't have failed harder if it, it is tried. so bad. I, I really, mm-hmm. really hated this experience. Like this for this this like it's on the same level to me as um oh shit. The God uh, who sits next to me in class? Exactly, yeah. The the destructive god that sits next to me or whatever. Like it's not as bad because literally nothing happened in Destructive God, but like this was abysmal. I hated this. Um and like yeah. again, like if I was in a room with my phone or a book, yes, would I technically quote unquote watch it with people? Oh yeah, but like 
I wouldn't be there. I wouldn't try I would to be the anywhere else. Of the advice given to me, which is not read a book and watch my phone, I would read a book and watch my phone while other people watched it in the same room as me. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like I would be in the room, but that's the, the best I could do for this. It's truly horrible. I agree. Well, that uh, Jay, you said enough. Yeah, good? I, that's you feel like that's you got it. it all out? It's good for someone else to rant rather than me this time. Okay, no problem. Uh, well, Ethan, why don't you just continue your rant, but into Mars Red, episodes one, two, and three. All right, so let's set scene. It is between the world wars. Um, they say they drop the word flappers a few times, so it's like pretty reasonable to assume we're in the 20s specifically. Um, we are in Japan. There are vampires, but that hasn't seemed to affect like the world at large for whatever reason. Um, and vampires are not like a new thing. They've been around for a long time, but also people like still don't know about them. Like it's a hidden thing that vampires yeah, are, still like, hidden, real. you know, just like in every other vampire movie where the vampire is always hiding in plain sight. Yes. Always. Um, the f- uh, like you said, imagine vampires. Okay. Well, they're right so far. Yeah. That part is right. That, that part is definitely right. <laughs> the imagine movies, the, yeah, that part is off, but whatever. Um, so yeah, that's basically the scene. We're still in Japan. Um, clearly Japan is like, like spooling up their military might, which I actually appreciate that they included that because that is what they were doing around this time. Like, it's not like they were just magically in the 1940s ready to fight. They they were preparing a long time before that and started fighting in the thirties. So anyway, whatever, that was fine. There's like references to how like Britain had like a lot of, um, uh, like a lot of sway in Asia during the time. Like the setting itself is not bad. Also, the art is genuinely pretty good. Like the the scenes, the um, the like the backdrops are genuinely pretty well animated. Um, there is CGI in it, and there it's like a, occasionally you notice it. Like I I didn't have too many problems with the CGI in this. Um, but anyway, you have one main character that we are told to care about in episode one. Don't worry, he'll uh, become less important in episode two and three. Um, but his name is Colonel Maeda or something like that. Maeda. Yep. Maeda, okay. Um, he's like a grizzled kind of dude, and he knows that vampires are real, and he, he is like in charge of analyzing if the vampires that the government catches are able to like fight for humankind. Um, in this world, 90% of the time when someone gets bit by a vampire and like also had like the like their blood sucked, the poison injected, whatever, 90% of the time they just die. 10% of the time, they turn into vampires. And in even lower amount of the time, those vampires yeah. will end up, like, serving the human race. Like, right. basically keeping their consciousness. Um, there is one vampire that not... So he starts off as major. So there's, there's, a, there's a vampire that was an actress, and she got bit. There was, like, some kind of accident. She got bit. And um, he's, well, like, actively trying to... She wasn't to, bit you know, in the accident. The accident is what revealed her as a vampire because she didn't die. Yes. Correct. Oh, and, okay. Know, that makes a lot of sense. Spoiler alert. The guy who runs the fucking play and plays the leads in all of the plays is the vampire who turned her. Somehow. Clearly, I mean, like, I, as, as a Sherlock Holmes detective, I feel like a moron could figure that out. Yeah. I don't. And even when one of the guys, one of the vampires from this current crew, like Project Zero or whatever they're called, goes, what is a powerful beast like him doing here? It's like, what? We all knew he was the bad guy. Stop trying to hype him up. Nobody cares. He looks like a child. Yeah, he literally looks like a child. Um, I also very much thought it was she looked like a child at first, but I was wrong about that. 
I think it doesn't help that the English VA is, I'm very confident, female. And the very first episode, there was an English dub. The English dub wasn't bad, from what I remember. But um, I think that was just because episode one, if you compare it to the other two, was significantly better. Um, it's not, like, good, good. Um, it's mostly just not running its mouth like a normal anime, so it had the potential to, like, be better. But then episode two and three introduces us to the idea of the... Uh, it, it introduces the true main characters, where we have a bunch of vampires that fight for humankind and take down other vampires. Uh, and it seems like vampires can kind of just be killed with, like, knives and shit. But not. Um, it depends. Like, it depends on how what yeah. the story wants them to do because they'll shoot round after round after round into certain vampires and they'll just kind of run and ignore it. But then True. sometimes they'll cut them with a sword and their limbs will fly off. And then sometimes they'll shoot them and they'll like sit on the ground and cry for a second. And then sometimes they'll sit on the ground and cry for a second after they get shot. And then when they feel like it because they're super mad and stuff, they'll just get up and they'll start running again. True. Yeah, that's true. It's it's very much anime dependent like that. Um, uh, Ethan, Ethan, to your point, the uh, actor of the mystery, I believe the the Defret. guy's name is Defraught, right? Oh, Defraught. That that's was the, it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is played by uh, Karen Strange, but it's a it's spelled C I A R A with a you know accent N. So I think Irish? No, English. Hmm. I don't know. Uh, but it says it says guy. Huh, so, okay, uh, whatever. And he, and he plays uh, Lorelai in Borderlands 3 or something. I don't know. All right, well, my bad. Uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, still the bad guy. Whatever. Um, the first episode, the vampire chick, she's, like, basically super crazy and only can quote um, passages from, like, she, stage She's running she's through a, a scene of Salome. That's it. That's all yeah, she can yeah. do. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Salome. Um, she, well, sometimes she will talk to other people in the Yeah, room, like twice. Like, it's very, yeah, like twice, yeah. And it's um, to say, was a cool so cute. Scene. Yeah, basically. Um, there was a decent scene with, um, the, there was like a bullet time scene that was okay. Um, like, I didn't hate it. Basically, it's just like a decent action sequence considering she wasn't actively fighting people. Because vampires in this world are like, Hyper fast, so like if you they just want to show up behind you, they can do the you know the nunny thing. Yeah, teleports behind uh, you, nothing like, personal, kid. Yeah, but oh, okay. Hold on, I didn't want to stop you just for a second. I just want to clarify something because we are a, a very inclusive podcast. So, Karen Strange, um, as the pronouns of he, him, they, and Who's them. Who's Karen Strange? And it looks like at one point they might have been a she. Who's Karen Strange? Oh, like uh, they're an LGBTQ, but the one that plays defraud. Okay. I'm just trying to figure out. Okay. I don't know, but they're LGBTQ plus voice actor, so I can't actually tell. So I'm just using the pronouns that they have listed on cool. his page. So that's all. Deal. The guy all who say. plays Lestrange um, does a great <laughs> job. His character is shit. Well, yeah, the character is, but the VA is not bad. VA is <laughs> probably a very nice person. The anime and yeah, the well, script no, that's, that's, and I the writing—it's all garbage. I was just trying to be. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, you not can his be, fault. Uh, whatever, whoever you want, but you can also be part of a garbage project, uh, which Mars Red is. George Clooney was in plenty of bad shit. I still like George Clooney. <laughs> so let's set episode one Fair. aside, though. Oh, oh yeah, sorry. Actually, the Salome actress dies in the like the morning sunlight. Um, I d there was a weird interaction where like Major um, Maeda was like trying to stop her, 
and she was like, don't kill me, like, and holding his, like, weapon at his side. He has, like, a katana. And um, and then she's like, I'll kill myself, and then just allows the son to kill herself. But, like, she doesn't say any of this. It's like, she's still just quoting Salome. Um, but that's it. I don't really understand the interaction well. It, it was fine. Episode one was fine. Um, it was kind of dumb, but it was fine. Um, but episode two and three is where we get the promise of this anime where you get to meet the vampires that fight for humans because we have um, probably the most normal person is uh, there's a younger guy that was just turned into a vampire recently, but he was he's an A-class vampire because an S-class vampire is the one that turned him, implying that if you have an S-class vampire power turn a person and they manage to live, they can either be S or below. We're not sure if they can actually match S when they're bitten by an S-class vampire. But he's an A-class vampire, which is the strongest domestic vampire that Japan has right now, which is good. Because they need to have a stronger vampire squad than Britain has. Because Britain has a vampire squad in the rumors that is doing intelligence collection for them. Everyone still fucking with me? Sure. Because we, we have a power system now. Um. Yeah, you could say I'm following you. Uh, I don't understand at all what you said. But you I'm you could say okay, okay, I good. can't visually <laughs> see the difference between these power levels. And if it wasn't for the fact that you right. said it out loud... I would just believe that, you know, maybe every vampire just might be stronger or weaker than others based on things that you couldn't just say out loud and read about beforehand. It's almost like giving them a power level just takes all the hype out of everything that they do. Kind of, yep. Maybe, maybe. Yes, and does. here's an idea, Japan. When you're making a character and you want them to be powerful, maybe show it instead of saying it out loud <laughs> repeatedly. <laughs> maybe I'd be more so, willing to believe that they're actually strong if you showed them winning... Or doing Can strong you, things, rather than just, to, you to know, fucking telling me they're co- 10 kajillion gigawatts of strong, and then then good, breaking good, that rule immediately. You know, that's also a really good one. A good example of that, um, and it's kind of prevalent in another anime, um, the mangaka of Berserk recently died um, a couple days ago. This is uh, recording May 24th, so he died a couple days ago. Um, now, Guts, uh, can you imagine if Guts had been written like uh, this, where they introduced Guts, and instead of him just killing people on the battlefield, as he should do at all times, they just started describing Guts as, as an A-class warrior, possibly an S-class warrior, who's a lone wolf, who's super strong, and he takes down bad guys, and he does all this? It wouldn't be the same anime at all. But I thoroughly enjoyed watching Berserk because I got to watch Berserk. I got to see the characters do the things they're supposed to do, and then I kind of got to put some pieces together. And wow, it's like half the fun of watching something is getting to piece mail what's going on together in your own mind without being told it. And then you're like along for the ride instead of being yelled at from the back of a tour bus by a very loud person over a megaphone who instead of letting you take in the sights and then adding a little bit of uh, you know novelty to it, they're just screaming everything that's happening at you and you can't enjoy any of the ride whatsoever. Yeah, I, 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 I don't get it. <laughs> okay, let me break it down. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, could you could you run that back for me? I you know I just didn't, I didn't get it the first time. Um, yeah, so we get a lot of that. Um, for instance, like maybe if we wanted to show someone be powerful and um, you know rely on our eyeballs, you know if if that if we were doing that, we would understand that our second vampire, who wears a gas mask, which is stupid. And I really hate it because this gas mask is like the kind of thing you could find 
on like a con room floor. Any con, pretty much. It's just like grunge punk kind of stuff. Uh, it's well, it's fake grunge, to be fair. Um, but it's like a steampunk mask, which again is in the 1920s, and apparently this guy is from like the Edo period when he got bit, so he's been alive for a very long time. And I have to assume the reason why he's covering his face is because whenever you get bit by a vampire and you survive, there's, like, a marking left behind. And, like, you know, uh, the actress had it on her tongue. She was bit in her tongue. And, like, some people have it on their eye, like another vampire we'll talk about in a moment. But this guy, he covers his face with a gas mask, so we have to assume that the mark is under there. And, again, the setting is 1920s. Gas masks existed but nothing even close to what he is wearing. And that angers me a lot. <laughs> like, it's it's it, very it, frustrating. It's uh, very, um... It's very animated. I don't animated. know how to put it. Yeah, I guess just probably the best way to phrase it. I was trying to think of what exact period of time I was trying to think of it was. But yeah, it's just a very anime thing to do. I agree it, with you, it, Ethan. It's extremely frustrating. It's completely like, out of place. It's, it's so just, out of place. Like, it... Uh, it it's, it's it, so, like, this... The, episode one, again, I'm not saying it was, like, good... It, like, it was just fine. Like, it was a serviceable episode. And I don't think it really broke its setting that I can think of. Like, it, it was a believable setting. And it seems like that setting is true for everyone except for our, like, four main um, vampire characters that we're, like, talking about right now, which is frustrating yeah. to all hell. Like, I, I don't know why. Like, this this anime would just literally be better if it didn't have the four main characters. Um. Anyway... Let's talk about the another uh, the next character. Oh wait, wait, no, hold on. This, so the Edo period uh, vampire, he is the strongest because he actually does things. Like he's not strongest by the letter grade, but he manages to kill other vampires pretty easily, and like he's extremely quick and he's lethal and he just like actually is a good fighter. So by my yeah. books, that would be powerful, but by like you know anime's books, that's not. Um, then we have another guy, which is a major from the military that got bit and managed to survive. He also knows Colonel Maeda. Like, they went to, like, the same training school or whatever. Um, yeah. He has not done anything at all on screen ever other than just complain about the fact that, like, his younger vampire compadres are young. So he's cool. Um, he's great. Then the last one is a pharmacist that was accidentally turned into a vampire because he was experimenting with vampire blood and then one of the like Erlemeyer flasks that he was like working with just like fucking cracked and exploded for no reason and a tiny little drop of vampire blood got on his eye and to cover up the fact that the mark is on his eye he wears like a Mad-Eye Moody strap over his eye um, yeah. and it's again it does not look in place at all. I don't think. No, anything. it's very anachronistic. A lot of this stuff sometimes. It's very just feels weird. completely out of place. And yeah. I think the gas mask and the eye patch are like the two most popping things. Where it's like, all right, dude, you could have worn something, anything simpler than what you wore. Anything. And we would have been fine with it, but no, it had to be even like the cliche, like bandana or scarf over the mouth. And uh, like a stupid, dumb lolly eye patch that they have in anime. It's like, I at least would have understood it. But it, uh, they just go out of their way to make you to, to make you feel like the story's breaking itself in time period-wise. It's very weird. I mean, it's funny, too, because, like, there are ways of handling this that, like, you could have made it, like, understated. Like, you could have just the cloth be very similar to, like, a skin tone, you know? And, like, so yeah. clearly they didn't want to do that. Uh, whatever. 
So that guy is like crazy and he's in pursuit of like intellectual everything because he wants to live forever and he will because he's a vampire. Um, he right. made candy from the blood because, you know, he's quirky like that. Yeah, seriously. Very annoying. Um, so there was a reporter that gets introduced. Um, she is not a vampire and she is like basically trying to get to the bottom of the reason why there are human there are humans that are spontaneously combusting and those are obviously not humans they're vampires um so far she is a nothing character um and she annoys me she's not horrible but she annoys me um eventually the vampires are trying to track down why more vampires are spawning during episode 2 and they find themselves at like a little like curio dealer um First off, there's a fuckload of electricity for it being the 1920s in the middle of the suburbs in Japan. Like, this curio dealer has a lot of electricity for that time period, but whatever. Um, he's an info dealer, and he sells mm -hmm. blood and information about other vampires. And he knows that there is a competitor also selling blood out there that's bad blood. It's black. Bad. And whenever the vampires drink it, they go a little crazy. Well, they track down a couple, and they corner this couple on a bridge, and the male vampire is, like, basically, he, like, forces the female vampire to drink this bad blood, which is great and cool and good, and they go nuts. While the male vampire, he gets too angry, and he gets murdered by, um, the Edo period kid, and the female, who was, like, calm before, she goes crazy, and... He, she, rather, kills some army dude that we're supposed to care about, but we don't. And then um, she gets killed by the colonel. And I think he lost an arm to make that happen. Did you catch that? The colonel? Yeah, the colonel, Colonel Maeda. I didn't think so. Did he? I think he did. I thought, I thought in the scene when he was in the car in the third episode, he had both arms. He needed his sword, and he started clutching his chest. Oh, you're right. Yeah, but like at the end, so at the end of episode two, he's like, there's like tattered cloak sitting on one of his arms like it's like because you remember how he like sh he shoves his hand down the yeah, throat of no. the female vampire and yeah i understand yeah i get you i don't know I, yeah i don't i'll have to go back and try and watch it like there's just it's like right when he's trying to console his like dying comrade like he's standing there and it looks like he's missing a hand and there's like a tattered sleeve where his hand should be it's weird right. yeah i don't know huh. it's okay nah, it's fine either oh, yeah, it's fine <laughs> <laughs> um so, uh, episode three, um, episode three is half bad, and then there's, like, a B-plot that's not so bad. Um, the most of episode three is us learning about more exposition of the pharmacist vampire. Um, this is actually right. where we find out how he turned. Um, we also find out that no one told the current troop of vampires that are in Code Zero, um, sorry, Code Zero, like, the good vampires no yeah, one like told the good them vampire team yeah. yeah and no one no one told them that like that their families <laughs> were just informed that they were dead which is weird that right. we're finding this out now this is like a thing that the show does a lot where like i mean anime struggles with exposition but this one it's it's kind of rough more so because the dialogue isn't all bad in this show sometimes the dialogue is just like all right so whenever yeah. you get an exposition dump you're like what the fuck is happening like it, it stands out like a sore thumb um this is where we find out that officially that Defrot or Defrot or whatever his name is the um, the old old yeah, vampire yep. isn't like an S class monster. 
Uh, there's a military meeting with the generals um, that basically are talking about how Britain's vampires are better than Japanese vampires, and they're, like, ready to just throw out all the vampires. The, the generals are really cool because they have this neat little idea where they're like, what if... What if we got rid of the vampires and didn't have a response for them? How do you think we would kill? And they were like, well, we wouldn't. But it's not a problem. The British ones are all intelligence. And I was like, so you, you mean to tell me, writers, that these generals think that it's okay to just throw away a weapon when your enemy has that weapon already? And apparently yes. they do. Because they're actively trying to throw away the vampires, which is weird. Um, episode three ends with um, the really boring middle-aged vampire that's a major pretending he is a ghost during a lantern festival to see his wife, like, and that way he can see her once a year. So, like, she'll go to, like, put a lantern in the river to, like, say goodbye to him or, like, to, you know, pay homage to him or whatever. And the really fast young vampire will drop him into place right in front of his wife and she's like, oh, well, this guy has to be a ghost because he just popped into existence in front of me. And then he just pops out of existence whenever we're done talking. This scene is actually good, in my opinion. I don't think this is a bad scene. I think that no. like, if you put this in another it's... anime, I think it would just fit very well. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that's about, that's about it for Mars Red. I, I, both of these animes, they seem to like... I think you're right. We talked about this before the podcast, but like, neither of them like went anywhere, really. Like, Just overall. I mean... Sometimes you get that, like you have uh, the destructive god who sits next to me in class, went nowhere, or in slash Spectre, where it kind of went nowhere. It's just a, it's just a bummer when you get two of them in the same week, because then you're like, which one, which one really? Uh, yeah, which one really? Which, which so one's good? I, part of the issue, I think, is also that these two animes really seem to think that the entire strength of their show ri- lies in their uh, premise. Yeah, and their yeah, premise yeah. isn't very good. I agree with that. 100%. They they really seem to think that every time they show you something, that you just think it's the coolest fucking shit you've ever seen in your life, or the smartest. It's like shit. someone trying. It's like someone trying to fall back on the laurels, but they have no yeah. laurels, so they're just falling backwards. <laughs> and you're watching yeah. that. They just roll backwards and smack their uh, their skull off. The- Pretty Boy Detective Club, I think, thinks that it's a deconstruction or at least a, a fun, wacky like piece of genre where the people who really get it are the people who watch a lot of uh, pretty boy shows, I guess. Um, oh, the yeah. problems yeah. being that the pretty boy genre relies entirely on a kind of sexual spectacle and virtually no content. So their plot is sort of a joking reference to the flat to the fact that, you know, pretty boy shows are all about pretty boys doing pretty things that are impossible and well and like poorly researched and don't make any sense. So they made theirs extra silly and extra extravagant and extra so that it would be funny. But it's not interesting or engaging when you do it in the first place. So doing it extra just doesn't really add anything to the formula. Like, well, it's, it's like adding another, uh, like adding a fourth for the Three Stooges. You're like, well, the three were fine yeah, and they were funny. They had like a thing, but like ha- adding a fourth doesn't inherently make yeah, it and better. And the number of Stooges wasn't the point. You know, like, yeah, exactly. I, I, I understand that I, as, a, as someone who's not like die hard for this genre, 
there's nothing for me here. Yeah. And yeah. they're they almost revel in that where they sat down and specifically said, what can we do to make sure that nobody who isn't a diehard sexy boy fan is just going to walk the fuck away from this? Oh. <laughs> and they gotta, did it and they did take. it on purpose. Okay, hot take. There is definitely there is a entire genre for like pretty boys going way over the top and the only thing that makes them qualified is the fact that they're like well yeah. okay it starts with them only being pretty which makes them qualified yeah, but it I'm turns aware. out that they're like massively qualified for no reason right. um but th- so like that's one genre there's also a genre that i think is the exact flip but for women which is there are cute girls doing cute wow, things wow really so like <laughs> fuck you <laughs> i'm i'm explaining it uh-huh. so i th- t- fuck you Hit hold me on with your theory the science this, man Basically just saying that I think it's hilarious. The only reason, the the only difference between those two genres is that the men are just pretty and competent, and that's the only thing that's expected of them. But with the women's stuff, it is almost always that they are actively doing something, and that is the, like, the the cuteness to it, is the fact that they are laboring on something. kind of. So, like, for instance, there's the one that's, like, um, the one about making a game. Like, they're in the office setting, and that's the cute thing they're doing. No, it's not the cute thing uh, they're doing. The cute thing they're doing is having relationships with each other. And I don't mean sexual. Like, the office office thing actually has so very little to do with it altogether that it might as well not even be there. That's, That's part of the problem I'm talking about. The genre is so inbred with its own ideas that... It no longer... Everything surrounding the pretty boys or the pretty girls is just pretense. And it doesn't matter. Uh, let, me, let me put it this way. Gurren Logan, you can make the argument, is pretty boys doing pretty things. Except yeah, that true. it's not so distant from its own premise that it throws its story in the trash on purpose. Obviously, Gurren Logan cares about its story and its characters and its development. Gurren Logan is good. Now, we can get into why Trigger has no fucking clue why, why Gurren Logan is good, and they've been trying to reproduce yeah. it for 30 years and failed. But the simple fact is, is like, Kamina's prettiness is an, a, is an important aspect of his character. It's not the only aspect of his character. The fact that he's really, really good at everything he tries is an important aspect of his character. It's not the only aspect of his character. When somebody comes up with the Adonis, the fact that he's good at running and biking and physical sports, I guess, is really just a pretense for him having sexy legs. His physical abilities really don't matter to him. He doesn't act like someone who trains their legs constantly. In fact, he acts like a lazy child. Yes, he, he doesn't does. act like someone. He, is a yeah, lazy he doesn't child. act like someone who spends all day dedicated to sports. He acts like the opposite. He his his physical attributes really are just a pretense for him having long, sexy legs. And it couldn't be any more obvious that nobody who wrote this character or drew this character or you know planned this character out gave a flying fuck as to why they had sexy legs other than to tell you they had sexy legs with a piece of backstory. You know, it's like, it's like if Kamina was standing at the top and instead of doing his titular lines where, you know, like, I believe in the you that believes in me and whatever, he just said, yeah. I'm the greatest all the time. 
And he never did anything great. He just constantly said that he was the greatest. And you're like, oh, he's yeah, like an right. arrogant character. But he doesn't actually, he wouldn't actually live his life like an arrogant character. He would just say it all the time. Whereas Kamina very much lived his life as an arrogant character. The things we saw weren't just arrogance, but they were arrogance that were contextually related both to both the story and the setting. When he, when he pulls out, when he fucking kicks the shit out of the overseer in episode one and takes his big sword and says, I'm the big dick now, not literally, but that's basically what he says. Oh, the purpose of that is to show that he's arrogant, but also a kind of natural leader. You're, you're seeing a development right in front of your eyes, and it has something to do with the setup that you did just five minutes ago. Compare that to the orator who never really seems to do anything related to talking except off screen, where someone says, aha, that was actually me the whole time over the radio. You impersonated them? But how? You see, I'm just a really, really good orator. You have absolutely no context for that. They could have had yeah, anybody do that, and there would have been just as much buildup for any of them as him. They just said he's a good orator, so that's it. He's good. How, you have to, like, why, take him credit. what that means to him, what he does with it, how he became that, none of that matters because it's all just a pretense for him being pretty. It's shallow. Uh, what, what was the phrase they used in the review? Uh, not vain, but the, the, another word for vain. I don't remember. Oh, I'm just going to say oh, whatever. They, you remember in the review where they, where they were talking about how this isn't just about how good they look. Oh, no, no, no. This is about the prettiness of the soul. This, the, oh, but just yeah, in case yeah. you're confused, they do repeatedly say that prettiness is the most important thing. Yes. Over and yeah, over, over and over again. I mean, this is... It's also just like literally a copy of Oren. Like those lines are yes, lifted yes. Or, from Oren. Oren Host Club is what this thing is trying to be, you know, to a T. Oren High School Host Club, I think, is heavily overrated in the sense that yeah, it, yeah. It, mm -hmm. it has some good writing and it's carried by that good writing. Um, but its plot and its characters are pretty shallow most of the time. There are really only two that have any depth, and that's the main character and the and the guy she ends up with at the end. And everybody else is just kind of a trope and a meme who only exists for comedy bits. And there's nothing necessarily wrong with that because sometimes when you're writing a story, you really need to focus on a couple of characters and you need to make everyone else kind of a, a, a side bit so that like you can backdrop. properly focus. Um, but, like, that's not... You, you haven't rewritten the book here. It's just... It's fine. You know, it, it's fine. Okay. I don't, I don't mind if people like it by any means, but, you know, it's not, it's not some, like, radical new thing. Whereas this is just, you know, copying the surface level of Oron High School Host Club without really even understanding what about it was good to begin with. Yeah, which was kind of the writing, as you said, and the writing in this is just, uh, I don't know, say things about how pretty you are and say that you're a boy a lot and uh, then pretend to be a detective. That's it. Yeah, uh, and, and then draw team. the uh, draw the woman being wooed, and that's the convincer. So yeah, that's a. Uh... Oh well, this is gonna be a tough week, huh, boys? Uh, which means now you gotta sell me your animes, though. As much as you don't want to, and as much as Jay probably won't, uh, we'll start with him anyway. <laughs> Jay, 
Sony Pretty Boy Detective Pretty Club. Pretty Boy Detective Club is something that you watched if you already knew you were going to like it. If you didn't already know you were going to like it, you're going to fucking hate it. You're also going to have a lot of uncomfortable questions that the people who like it will not be able to answer. They will instead tell you <laughs> that they are allowed to like whatever they like and you should just turn your brain off. This is abundantly clear in the reviews. If you didn't already know what you were getting into, you have either stumbled upon it for the very first time or you're in hard denial. There is nothing else to say about it. Okay. I like that. That was actually, That's a good review. Actually really concise. I really like that review. That could be a legitimate review. Uh, audio uh, six. I don't even. know what to put in this category. <laughs> Sometimes they scream, eh? and I thought, and I laughed. I clapped when I saw it. <laughs> All right, Ethan, what do you got for Mars Red? Uh, I think that if we didn't have the four main vampire characters, that I would not recommend this. But because we do, I think that we have great potential to do horrible, horrible things to what otherwise would be a calm, forgettable, but acceptable anime. Uh, those four <laughs> main characters are extremely anime, and I hate them. But I think that's what will guarantee that we have a fun time with them. Okay. All right. Wow. Both very concise and, and beautiful reviews this week, boys. I'm, hey, get a round of applause. That's, All right, uh, time to fill time, boys. Wow. So what did you do this weekend? <laughs> <laughs> no, it didn't have to fill time. We're we don't fill time we're, here. We're, we're, a crappy enemy, SD, <laughs> a Twitter partner <laughs> joint. Did, did, you, did, did you see the, the, the ball game? Did, fuck did you see I, the sports part? Don't pretend to like sports. I hate I Did I you hate see that Miriam died? <laughs> Berserk will never end. Aren't sad? Surely we just only know Muria from his product. We don't only pretend to be sad now that he's dead, even though we, among all of us, would have complained endlessly about the fact that he was delaying it over and over again. We who would have screamed at the top of our lungs at the internet that they need to just fucking get to it. Stop playing Idolmaster, Muria, you piece of shit. Make our product. Consume, consume. Oh, wait, he's dead. Now I'm sad. Now suddenly I care about whether or not he had a long and fulfilling life. You know, there was that berserk line where they said, at least he died doing what he loved. But did he do doing what he loved? You don't actually know. You don't know a single fucking thing about Miria. For all you fucking know, he died miserable and alone. And he probably did, because if you know anything about what mangakas go through, he's probably pretty fucking miserable. That's why he died at 54 of health complications that you shouldn't have until you're fucking 90. Uh, what anyway, other current events can enough. we talk about? <laughs> no, 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 no. It's, it's, it's good. I think that's a good place. Let's, I, th I think you needed that. I think Jay. there's a world I, I war make sure coming. That... How about you? <laughs> All right, well, let's move on to the voting phase, gentlemen. Um, uh, we'll start with Jay this week. Jay, what are you voting for? And give me a one. All right. I think it's pretty obvious. You have to pick Mars Red. Because, and despite the fact that these are both pretty shitty, Mars Red is the only one that potentially, and I mean this in the worst possible way, promised stupid anime bullshit. The okay. kind of stupid anime bullshit we got from Pretty Boy Detective Club, it, it's done. That's it. We already know what's going to happen. There's going to be a bunch more episodes about the specific rules. They're going to uncover a nonsense plot, but like they're never going to over-animate things. You know what I mean? Like There's not going to be any Sakuga oh, shots no. where somebody does a, a triple sow cow with a knife and then cleaves their own eyeballs off and yeets them into space. 
That shit's not going to happen. All we're going to get is more cutesy anime moments with the characters who are not going to grow or develop past what they already are. So, like, you've seen three episodes, you've seen the whole goddamn thing. It's really whether or not you want more of it or not. And I don't want more of it. I want less. Oh, no. Mars Red, on the other hand, um, is definitely up its own ass, but in an exceptionally boring way, it pretty much also has no promise of the future uh, because it it's really, really dumb. Its politics are milk toast and unintelligible it it doesn't yeah, seem best. it, it really best. doesn't seem at all concerned with its setting which is weird it doesn't seem particularly concerned with its characters which is also weird it only really seems concerned with telling stories that are semi-related to plays they saw and not particularly well and with characters who happen to be vampires sometimes because half of the stories we've seen so far you could honestly take the vampire part out and you wouldn't actually have to actually change all that much. Like when they went into the, into the uh, fortune teller's office and they had to break up a drug ring. You know, like that could have just been any old drug ring. They could have been selling any old product. It, the chemist could have been any yeah. old chemist who happened to do things about the drug. Like the fact that it was vampires selling vampire blood that was tainted really didn't, factor in except for by inserting those words into a boilerplate like crime thing you know I, i've seen that bit before i've seen that episode before like sixteen thousand times you just put vampire in it and and you didn't even do anything with the vampires they just they did human things you know what i mean like that there's no vampire society that they're playing up there's not even there's yeah, not even really a human society. No, so there's far, not even like no, no not there's yet. nothing. There's nothing. There's no secrets. There's, there's a, no intrigue. There's no politics. There's just a, a cop and his cop friends who happen to be vampires, even though the main cop's yeah. not a vampire and he's able to take really high rank well, vampires yeah. in one on one duels yeah. with his fist and his sword. Right. We don't know that he's Oh, well, he's not something, a obviously. He's probably Van Helsing. Oops. No, he doesn't have, he doesn't have red eyes. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, but maybe he's hiding it with yeah. colored colors. So, well, my God, it's already anachronistic. Why not? So, Why I'm not? gonna vote for Mars Red because, like, that's it. That's that's what I got. All right. Well, since I wasn't the deciding vote last week, I'll be the deciding vote this week. I'm also voting for Mars Red, uh, not just because I chose the anime and I have it picked as the winner, but mostly because everything Jay said. I just don't think that there was zero like z negative substance to Pretty Boy Detective Club. And I think when you were talking about how if you, like, you want this because you want Pretty Boy Detective Club, not because it's a good anime. You just want what it offers. Yeah. That's it. It's not because it was well written. It's not because it's, it's just a genuinely good anime. It's not because it has any good parts. It's because it has pretty boys and a girl, and it's a reverse harem, and then the girl sort of becomes a boy, and you just wanted another Orin High School host club, and you didn't really get it with this, but you settled anyway because why not? It's close enough. And this is it. This is your life now. Um, whereas with Mars Red, yeah, it's pretty bad. And to, to Jay's other points, it, it could be about anything. This is like, this is kind of like uh, the board game Splendor, which doesn't have a theme. It just says it has a theme, 
uh, you know, it tells you there's a theme there, but it isn't. But you could skin it with literally anything. It would make just as much sense. You could change out so much of Mars Red and being mostly being the vampires to yeah. anything else. And it wouldn't actually change the plot. It would just change what the characters are. And that's how you kind of know it's not a great show because nothing is actually... The, the main point of your anime, which is their vampires, in three episodes is seemingly meaningless. Yeah. Like, there's no reason I need to know they're vampires. You could have told me they were anything, mutants or humans that have gone crazy or drug addicts. Or cops. Or, you know, like, uh, literally, literally anything else. And I would have been like, okay, it's the same story, though, and that's irrelevant. Which is a problem when you say that your theme is vampires. Because when your theme is something, it's supposed to be completely entwined, or at least mostly, with the story that you're telling. And when it's not, when I can just kind of pull, pick and pull things out and shove whatever I want in there, and nothing really changes, that's how you know you didn't, uh, you didn't write something well, literally at all. So, um, but, but, that being said, it still has more potential to do something really stupid, regardless of the theme. Because the stupidity can happen no matter what. Like, the stupidity can play off of the theme of vampires just like it could anything else, and we just hope that it tumbles downhill. Will it? I don't know. But uh, we'll give it another shot. We'll give it uh, three more episodes to see what it does. So I vote Mars Red. But Ethan, what do you vote and why? You guys basically already said it. Um, it you know, I, I feel like I'm trying to think of a way that I would end up voting for um, Pretty Boy Detective, and the only thing I can think of is Mars Red would have to have, like, not have the four main character vampire characters that it does because then it would just be a boring but competently made anime and that would make this decision hard because I would have two extremely boring animes one that is competent in like a normal media fashion and one that is competent in the way that you are making bad anime so like which one do I which one do I want to be stuck with more like you know something that's competent but with no identity or something that's competent and I hate it because it is um, uh, you know, the only other thing I can think of to compare um, Pretty Boy to is Sorcerer Stabber Orphan, the first three episodes, in the way that, not because it's not because Sorcerer is good, um, but because in the first three episodes, the entire plot of Sorcerer Stabber Orphan that we thought we were going to be taking an adventure on is done. Like, the, the whole A plot that we thought the show was about gets wrapped up in three episodes. And that is exactly what um, Pretty Boy Detective did. So I'm like... The only, if I had to pick one thing that would mean that I would vote for it, would be that. And I'm not. I would never dream of voting for Pretty Boy. But, like, because we don't know what the show's going to be after this. Like, the, the only thing that we have to go off of is that there will still be Pretty Boy's detectives afterwards. But, like, the original problem that they had to solve was her wanting to be an astronaut within 10 years after seeing this fucking star. And that is already done. So, like, where do we go? Like, this means the only thing that we have are literally side plot or just invented problems out of thin air, which I don't want to watch. Um, whereas Mars Red, I like you guys said, there's more potential for it to do dumb shit. And the presence of those four main characters in the class system convince me that it has way more a potential than than um, Pretty Boy Detective does. Like, you know, Pretty Boy Detective would have to pull, like, full Madoka, where people are, like, getting drawn and quartered, you know, for not being pretty enough in the next episode for me to like want to watch it. Which is not going to happen. Never. No way. I mean, it's just so incredibly boring. The fact that we have wasted, you know, literal, uh, you know, resources within our finite environment as we die on Pretty Boy Detective is like effectively like a war crime against people. 
Fuck that yeah. show. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you, man. All right. Well, there it is. A 3-0 sweep for uh, Mars Red. That is uh, what we kind of knew coming into this, but it was good to talk it out to really kind of dive into why uh, Pretty, uh, Pretty Boy Detective Club isn't an anime fit for the show because it's just an anime fit for the people that like that anime. It's not bad in the fun sense. It's just, God, I don't want this. Why are you giving it to me? Here it is again kind of deal. So there you go. That's not bad, which means, uh, well, it doesn't actually mean anything for next week, but uh, it just means that we move on uh, to, to next week's episode, which will be Shadow's House versus Kestis. Right, Jay? That's how you say that? Yeah, Kestis? yeah, that's fine. You per- I'm pretty excited. Wait, did we get points? For, oh, or oh, their points? Whoa, hell yeah, we're getting. Oh yeah, points. we're 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 gonna we're gonna get into it. I was just saying. I got a point. point to earn today, Damn boys. It. Uh, so I was looking at that one. I'd have to go back and look because technically she uses a telescope. No, she never uses a telescope. But you're right in that. But they. No, she person. They give her a telescope to use, but she never seeks it out on her own. So I think I'm fine with you having that point. Because as she's looking at four on her own, it never shows her using any other equipment other than her special yeah, eyes. Ever. I am definitely. And the only time she uses that telescope is when they're explaining. Is when they buy it for yeah, her and, and set it up. And when they're explaining yeah. to her why she won't find it anyway. Because that's yeah. the beginning of the it's not a star at all explanation. Yeah. No, I'm happy to give that to you. She had lucked out. She had special eyes. That's impressive. Good for you, Never buddy. Never once did that she was, ever uh, think <laughs> in 10 years. Well, it's because of her special eyes, yeah. though. So I think she you wants got, to go blind. Not lucky, I but get you it. definitely, yeah. <laughs> you definitely got an interesting, uh, an interesting plot point that saved that point for you. And I think it's uh, something you couldn't have planned. It's, if almost, you tried. Like, so well it's almost like they <laughs> thought about the fact that she should just use some of this equipment. And then they wrote the fact that she would go blind in the future as like, well, no, that she had crazy eyes to, like, you know, make up for the fact. And then, like, oh, she's got crazy eyes. She's going to use them all the time. And then they came up with the, the, the backdrop, and they, they just never went back and thought about the original premise. You know what I mean? And they're like, oh, this yeah. girl's looking for a star with her bare eyes because that's the only way she could have ever seen it, really. But mm-hmm. actually, no. But, but actually, yes. But shut up. We're moving on. <laughs> Now, Jay, uh, your boring is as Pretty Boy Detective. We haven't watched all eight, so you can't. But call so it. far, but do you feel like do you feel like it is the most boring so yes, far? Definitely. Yes. So, so far, far, absolutely. Okay. Like even Fairy even Ranmaru because rough, the only one that I yeah the only one I compare it with is Fairy Ranmaru. Would be the only other one that I would I, say. Would there were hype moments in just... Fairy Ranmaru when uh, they became super gay. Okay. Like that, Fair that, that, that was mean, something I could kind of get behind. You know what I mean? <laughs> like if someone could be like, yeah, the and outfits. Whereas this, I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. the outfits. Oh, no. Now, uh, Mars, someone is named after Helsing. We haven't gotten there yet, but so far, no. no. I don't think it's going to uh, happen. Nobody's named, named after it, unless they have a secret name, which, you know, I won't put past this yeah. piece of shit. Right, <laughs> yeah. But so far, no, and may not be it. But... Good scoring a point, Jay. Well done. Well freaking done. That's incredible. The anime would sink that low. Only looks with their bare eyes. Just because they're special doesn't mean it isn't a stupid fact. Yeah. Bada well bing. Done. Yep. Uh, Ethan, <laughs> Ethan, what do you got? Plot of the Priest movie from Mars Red. I'm not out of the yeah. running yet. It could still happen. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> like, what I mean, movie it is. could. So Ethan's, 
That's what Ethan says for every point that he has for every season. I'm not out yet. Not out of the running yet. It could happen. (laughs) I just have to watch all 12 At least when I thought there was going to be a Kaiser, I thought that was a slam dunk. (laughs) Yeah, the Kaiser felt like a slam dunk, honestly. (laughs) And then what do you have for Pretty Boy Detective? Uh, I got uh, someone will do hand binoculars (laughs) to her eyes, which I don't actually think happened. A thing that I don't think I've ever seen happen ever. (laughs) And honestly, I'm almost, I'm, you don't have to call it now, but I'd honestly call it no, if only for the fact that she's done looking for that yeah. star. Yeah, but they, maybe they do it as a joke, so, you know, don't mark it wrong now. But I just think that the, the, the best chance you had was in the first three episodes oh, yeah. when she was actually looking for a star. So, uh, but who knows? Maybe they do it just because she has special eyes. You never know. So, so what's hilarious about this too is I saw this and got really excited because I was like, "Oh my god, that's right! I did just watch a scene when they did this." And I remembered that last night, an episode of She-Ra that I was watching, they literally do this, where someone's like, "I can't see it," and they like do hand binoculars off, over the other person's does eyes. That? <laughs> Which, I don't know what to tell you. Do that? <laughs> Why? I don't know what you want from I've me. never even heard of this idea. It's the it's the dumbest shit. You've never shit heard I've of hand heard. binoculars? Look. What? That's like a thing as a no, kid. No, it's not. That's not a thing. Okay. Fuck okay. you. Why would you ever try to zoom in somebody's eyeballs with your joke. hands? It's... They're not even your hands. Oh, uh, well, oh, yeah. The your hands part, that part would That's be. That's so yes, fucking bizarre. <laughs> so well, anyway, uncomfortable. I, I'm wrong on both accounts, though. So. On such an essential um, level. It's. Very uncomfortable. I don't think I'm going to end up getting boringness, which is Shadow's House. I, it's hard to imagine Shadow's House somehow being more boring than Pretty Boy Detective, but yeah, I don't know. I, it's possible. I'm still in the running. Uh, still yeah. in the running, no, boys. Well, ladies and gentlemen, everybody, it's Ethan still in the running with yeah. his catchphrase. Uh, that's really how it'd be. <laughs> All right, so here's me. Uh, Dark Horse, Pretty Boy Detective. Uh, I'm canceling that out real hard, real fast. Oh, shot me in the foot there. Uh, winner, Mars Red. Still in it, baby. <laughs> Still moving on a week. I don't think it'll win, but here we go. Here's the hoping. Uh, Mars Red. Vampire dies exactly like a Shakespeare play. Not yet, but Not they yet. got close with the Romeo and Juliet one. God yes, was did. I hoping for the best. Yes. Oh, uh, I don't know, but may- maybe it'll have... I-, I just won't put it past them because that vampire runs the... the- the theater, like I just won't put it oh, past. Oh, I think to you're gonna it. get this. Like I, I just, or, I really freaking hope so. It's like the one that I'm like, come on, like I really, of all the dumb things you're gonna do, you're not gonna kill someone like exactly in a play, like really of everything. Uh, I think anyway, you're gonna get Pretty Boy Detective dance episode. I'll watch them all at the end and I'll find out. Jesus. That's just one that I'm gonna have to like skim the episode titles and see if it happens uh, during our recap, and I'll find out then. Okay, I thought you meant, so, like, watch it, watch it, and I was like, imagine hating yourself as much as Mike does to watch I another... could, I might watch it, watch Jesus, no, no. why? No, <laughs> I'll do anything, you. really. I, I know, but, but, like, but, but don't, no, this was, you uh, know? This was a good week, so uh, right now it's uh, it's one to one to nothing, which is usually how it goes. Uh, Ethan has zero points like usual. Jay and I and start off with an early point. Me last week, him this week. Well done, Jay. Welcome to the points club. It's nice to have yep, you back. Yep. It's it's uh, been a long time. I, I, remain, <laughs> I am willfully abstinent of points. Uh, I choose too good of uh, called <laughs> You're shots. Point so, abstinent. Yeah. No points before <laughs> so marriage. Shadows, ha- Shadows House versus Kestis. I'm just I'm not going to read out what our what our called shots are, but I'm looking at them and I'm just hoping for the best for uh, for next week. So it's uh, Shadows House versus Kestis next week, uh, which is an anime about. 
like soot people and an anime about gladiators yeah. fighting. So like, but like fighting like it hand should to be hand. very obvious who should yeah. win. <laughs> I swear to God, don't fuck this up for me, Kestis. <laughs> yeah, but if Kestis is good, wouldn't you like that better though? Because then you can, you know, go watch it. It's not gonna be good. Anime. I don't. I don't even want it to be good. I don't want it Look, to be good. Look, we know no? you're grieving. Really? We know you're grieving because you're not gonna get any more of your your good fight anime that you yeah, want. No, no, no. You know, you're not. It's not gonna be a Hajime no Epo. It's at best gonna be a King and Ashura. That's the best I can hope it's not for. Even gonna be a, it's not even going to be a Megalobox. No, it's certainly not going to be a Megalobox. Megalobox <laughs> Season 2 promptly yeeted to the bottom of the ratings bin. Well, you haven't I'll watched it. it. Maybe it fell I off have the watched it. It's fucking know. good. Wait, wait, you watched Season 2? Yeah, some of me? it. Yeah, it's good. It's shit. Oh, what a dick. Okay, it is good. Well, you didn't, because you were, before we get off, you were. It's sad about the ending of season one. You don't have to spoil it, but that was. Am no, I correct in saying was, that that you were fine. not impressed no, by the it ending? Was fine. At the very least, but, yeah. Okay, uh, I'm just not impressed at how uh, he watched it. Megalobox, kind of Megalobox yeah, was Top not about the trails. Fight. It's not some shonen bash him <laughs> up like nonsense power level garbage. It's about characters. Yeah. So the ending of Megalobox season one was about the character. It was about the characters. It was a good ending for those characters. It made sense. It made sense for the world. It concluded the story. It was all of those things. People hate endings, one, because they are depressed that they're not going to see anything more, or two, because they're fucking stupid, and they think that everybody needs to ride off into the sunset for a season two. You know what I mean? Well, no, I, I didn't think you thought it was terrible, but from what I remember you and Abby talking about was that it was kind of a weird it's ending. It's not hype. And not something... It's not hype. Somebody okay. somebody went right. in and said, I'm going to make an ending that's not hype. And that right there is anathema to anyone who watches anime. So automatically, people didn't Isn't like it. it. I, I think, I swear to God, it's anathema. Uh, maybe you're right. I don't know. That, that's, that sounds, this like, takes a, away that sounds like one of those syllable yeah. things where... You can't really tell me <laughs> for sure an which anathema. one's right and which one's wrong, so who no, cares? No, I am still pretty confident it's just syllable. Uh... I'm just that wasn't just the damn that point. You watched it without me, but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's just just sad there, yeah. buddy. So Megalobox season two okay. already has more fucking character development than anything in Pretty Boy fucking. Right, Deca- but at the Detecticon. top of the list, ladies and gentlemen, can you guess it? At the top of the mm. list of animes, uh, what was it? A Reddit poll? Was yes, that, at the top the top of the Reddit poll. Anime. Now everyone, type into poll. your type into your. Was the world's uh, most was the world's most perfect anime eighty six, which we covered last week, and it's not the world's most perfect anime at mm-hmm. all. God, I don't understand. That, I want to know why people actually think this is so good. I'm they go on r slash anime. Ethan, uh, Vivi, is it is it Ethan or Jay? I Who picked, picked Vivi I picked it as a, my bench warmer. Vivi Florey. Oh, people really go. like that's, that too. Uh, that's what they think is number three. So that's going to be terrible. Ooh, great. Uh, Higa Hero. We didn't. We didn't. We didn't look at that. We were going to, but we didn't pick that. That's number six. Yeah. So oh, awful. and then backed up by the uh, other rape anime, the one about the girl who yeah. bullies people. But yeah. sexy. Slime I guess. Diaries. Oh, Tokyo Revengers number nine, baby. Down two spots from last cool. week. Number nine. Can't wait to watch that as my bench. Oh, warmer. you know what? There's there's also that one where the. Uh, that like middle-aged man saves a high school girl and that's like, Higgy Hero or something. That's yeah, also that's, in that's the... Higgy Hero. Oh, is yeah, that okay? I, AKA I, uh, Rape Part and then, One. Uh, Shadows House. The Grooming. Uh, I've been killing slimes for three hundred years. It, 
another slime anime. I don't understand. It's stupid. I hate it. Number 14. And you're right. Down at the bottom, down one spot, uh, Megalobox 2 Nomad. At so the bottom. The fucking yeah. bottom. Below slime. Zombieland and... Saga Revenge shot up 335 I spots. I want to die. Or 335 votes. That's, uh, that's oh hilarious. Jeez, so so just, to, just to this bring it all back, we, we nailed it. Because we've got something from basically every little bit. Anything that r slash anime likes, you can guarantee is trash. And we've got, like, what, five out of the first seven? Almost? What? Yeah, we're, we're really Our ratio we're, we're is fucking solid. We got 86. Yeah. We got Vivi fluorite in the water supply. We got... We had, we had So I'm a Spider So Wet yeah, last season. Like, we didn't pick Higa Hero because we knew it would be trash. And, you yeah, know like, we knew, like it, we knew it we, belonged we knew, here. We called all this. We called we all of this. We didn't put Raid Amazing. Part 1 or Raid Part 2. Two Year Eternity, I don't even know what that's on, but we didn't have it on there. So, like, that's basically it. That's yeah. what we missed. Because My Hero yeah. and So I'm a Spider weren't, weren't yeah, eligible. Yeah, we knew My Hero we couldn't do. We had So I'm a Spider. We know My Higa Hero's Hero. Take a Hero and please stop uh, raping me. We didn't pick the Slime Diaries or the other Slime one because he knew it would be trash. <laughs> I, That's I, on I the can't. list. Uh, we did pick Tokyo Revengers. <laughs> can we just... Uh, Zombie Land we can couldn't Can we just talk about yeah, like, the, the fucking artistic integrity here where quite literally uh, My Life as a Slime overpowered Isekai thing? What is, what's it called? Slime, slime yeah, no, zero uh, to hero. I was reincarnated yeah. as Reincar a slime. It comes out, and this now every fucking show has to have slime in the title. Well, yeah. here's the thing: the Slime Diaries, I think, is just a spin-off oh show God. of the time I was reincarnated as a slime because they look like the characters, those little demon ogre things that are How in that picture. How would you even look know? like the characters from that? So I think that's How a spin-off. How would spin -off. you even know? Yeah. How would you know what's a spinoff and uh, what's just blatant oh, because theft? I because I've seen the trash. Yeah, how would I know it's bad unless I've seen it? And I've seen it, and the it's Megalo trash. Box season God, I two. hate that. All <laughs> the way down. But I've been killing slimes for 300 years? No idea. No idea. But yeah, so that's, uh, there you go. For people that think we make this stuff up, we, we just know that it's going to happen, and it happens, and it's terrible. Hey, uh, I, guys, we hate being right, but it's also kind of vindication yeah, for yeah. us to know that we can call every crappy anime that's going to be out there by probably just betting against whatever r slash anime puts up is something like it's going to be good. <laughs> I'm on the uh, I'm on the Reddit thread for episode five on uh, eighty six. By the way, I just wanted to see like what the the general feel was from all. How of many the times did they say simp? No, I haven't seen any simps Liar. yet. Um. I've heard, I've read some fucking crazy stuff for plot though that people are like, "Wow, this is getting really dark," and I'm like, "Uh, it's getting crazy, maybe. Like, this doesn't make any logical sense, but dark is a word Can't you could use for it if you want." Can't wait to see it. Can't wait. Hey, yeah. I was right. Slime Diaries is a spinoff. I win. Shit. Okay. God, another Here point. I thought there was some original <laughs> bone in their body. Turns out I was wrong. <laughs> I, I might as God, well watch. Man. But there you go. Uh, we have to watch crappy anime, so sometimes it's nice for us to feel vindicated. And uh, on that note, uh, it's time to say goodbye until next week. Thanks for listening. This has been a gosh darn blast yet hey, again, even well, though this week uh, was probably our weakest yet. Where can just just curious? Uh, where can we not find JW's tweets? Oh, where where you can go to find zero of JW's thoughts, words, characters, um, notions, mm -hmm. ideas, uh, nouns, verbs, Platitudes. adjectives, adverbs. 
uh, is at Crappy Anime SD. It's our Twitter. Uh, we'll probably work on maybe a Facebook page at some point if this ever gets big enough. But for now, a Twitter. Uh, that's where our producer, our elusive producer, likes to put up uh, the brackets for each week. So he'll update the bracket uh, when this one comes out. Uh, and then you'll see it there and you follow along. And uh, we'll probably try to say something funny. Uh, the, the first bracket is, uh, is up already. So um, now we just have to wait for the second one. There you go. Anyway, thanks for listening. This is everybody been a blast. sing the cleanup we'll, song. Uh, I guess by the yeah, I guess by the time you hear this, the bracket will be out. So clean really up, clean but, uh, up. Oh jeez, no, stop! <laughs> no, we're gonna get we're gonna get fucking oh, DMCA no. by the no, Barney. No, stop. Jesus Christ! Anyway. <laughs> a fucking it's giant pussy Barney, just like your mom. <laughs> oh thanks, shit! Thanks for oh, listening, fuck and fuck we'll uh, we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Go, brother.